The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Buying a home? Selling your home? You've come to the right place. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin here. Rob Golfy is a sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. We have a special return E on the show today. We'll get to that individual in a second. Before we do so, for the hottest listings in town in this ever changing, more balanced market, you got to go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. You can contact the Golfie team on the good old telephone, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. You will be calling the first ever real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year. That number again, 905-575-7700. If you're on Twitter or TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, check out the Golfie team. Follow them, like them, check out their photos and videos. Lots to talk about on the show today. We'll talk about uh, mortgage rates going up, how that's impacting the housing market, the rental market in Hamilton. Burlington is ranked among Canada's top cities. We shouldn't be surprised. We love Burlington. And we'll also get to more Canadians living alone than ever before. It's a really interesting scenario. Our special guest today is Lou Tallarico. You know him, you love him. Sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Rob, Lou, how are you? Well, I'm good, Lou. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been, you know, holding down the fort all week while you're away, so I'm, I'm yeah. good. Okay, and I'm glad you're back. <laughs> no, no, nothing's out of sorts or broken, Lou. You've kept it together. We've kept the house together. It's all good. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I uh, flew to Vegas, Las Vegas uh, this past Sunday, and I got there around noon, and I met up with uh, probably about 20, 22 realtors. Um, with combined of all our business, we were over $10 billion in volume wow. of business that we sell. So, so I was in a, in, in a room with some, some major players, heavy hitters, heavy hitters. So, um, so anyway, so we sat, we were in a private home, some, somebody's home, uh, before the, before the, uh, seminar that I went to, which was the following day on Monday. And a lot of things I'll tell you, like, that's what I love about going to these functions. Cause when you're in a room with the top performers, um, you learn a lot well, what's happening. And uh, what the one guy said, the National Association of Realtors is, is from in the U.S., and uh, they're called NAR, N-A-R, and they estimated that in, in the next 12 months or so, 30% of the realtors are going to leave the business. Gone. That's it. Gone. And, 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 and there, there is... And I, I think there's a number. Uh, they work out uh, one realtor per every 300. Yeah, there's a formula they use. Yeah, they that. use yeah. a formula. And, and 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 obviously, in the last two years, everybody's done well. Like you know, I mean, if you 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 graduate, you became a realtor in uh, a couple of years ago, and you know, you have your brother, your cousins, relatives, nephews, nieces, nephews, whoever would sell their house, you would do well, right? Well, when that's all dried up, and you got to depend on your own way of doing business, you're not doing it. And uh, so that's why there's going to be an influx of realtors leaving the business. And it's sad to say, but it's just, you know, they're not doing enough business to, to yeah. support it. 
And, um, but, uh, but, but we know that's happening and, we, and, and, and all across the United States, they're feeling the same thing we are, you know, uh, there's a, 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 an adjustment happening in the uh, real estate values and uh, everything's all the same. Nobody can say, well, my market's different. My market's different. Every, the whole, everywhere across the it's U.S. It's amazing that the, all of North America and every, virtually every region are, are, have similar challenges that we're facing. Here. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it, it's, it's, I know it, it, it's hard to explain, but we just, we're, we're similar countries. I mean, we're just another pro, uh, state to them, really. I mean, but we are very similar. Uh, you know, our Canada United States are very similar in how we run. Uh, businesses and cultures and everything. But the one thing I'll tell you something. So some agents came with us to the seminar. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was a seminar. So I got back. Um, I flew back on, on Thursday and uh, I'll tell you, it was the first seminar I've been since before COVID. And it was hard to get into the groove of things, uh, Rick, because, you know, you're so used to, uh, you know, we got so used to being complacent, being home, not going anywhere. And so this is my first seminar going to it. And now I'm in the groove. I know, you know, like now it's, it's back. And the key thing, I, I'm going to tell you, the key thing to be successful in any business, you got to go to functions. You got to go to seminars. You got you to go to motivational and educational seminars to keep going. If you don't, it, it'll drag you down and burn you out. You need to, it, it's like new information. It's like, you know, like, a, you know, a flower blossoming. You, all of a sudden you get this, Ha ha moment when you go to these places, mm. and and I had a lot of ha ha moments in uh, during the uh, the seminar uh, that I was at in the, in the last you know, three days that I was there. Plus the the mastermind that we were with this uh, elite group of uh, agents in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, and those and those aha moments are huge because that that might be one idea, right? Like an idea an idea pops in your head. Now you're taking that idea back to the team, and now you're brainstorming. That one idea can become five or six or 10 different ideas for you to execute uh, the game plan. Oh, absolutely. You know what? uh, Some of the people uh, that I was dealing with other team leaders, um, they were, you know, explaining different ideas, what they do to help their clients and and things like that. So we're going to implement, you know, a few things that I learned over the, this past week. Um, It just, now is the time it, to, you know, with the market changes and everything, now's the time to, to really get back and, 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 and learn from other, other people. And I mean, I'm always learning, I'm always watching, you know, podcasts and listening to podcasts and, and read, you know, reading books and, and, uh, and going to fun. Now we, I just started the function. So I, I've got three out of the three just started now. I was, I was at two out of the three. So now I'm back in the groove of things. And it, and it was, it was tough to get back up, back in the groove. Like, you, you don't know what to pack when you go. It's been a while since you packed to go to a seminar. <laughs> but I just brought a couple of, uh, couple of pairs of jeans, a few bunch of shirts, and that's it. I carry on. And, and it's funny, when we go to the airport, everybody's bringing carry on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to check a bag. Nobody no. wants to check a bag. But guess what? We're all going. Everybody, there's no room on the, in the airplane to put the carry on. So they said, sorry, we have to, we have to get half the plane has to... Uh, check their carry-on now. <laughs> like, you can't win. You can't win. Wow. No, but Rob, the, the market has changed and all the things that we're learning and the training that we've been going on with this uh, that, that kind of ended up in Vegas, the training pre that has taught us that we cannot be doing the things that we've been doing over the last two years. We have to evolve and change as the market has changed. 100%, if you're not changing and growing, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. If you're not progressing, you're dying. And, and you've got, you got to, 
you got to be on top of it. And I'll tell you right now, um, I'm actually more excited in implementing new things with this business I'm in than I was before. So it, it just gave me a new rejuvenation of like, yes, let's go. I'm, I'm ready to go and ta- tackle on yeah. whatever, uh, you know, the economy is going to bring at me, whatever, whatever, whatever life is going to bring at me. I am ready to roll. Yeah. And armed with new strategies to deal with it. That's what it is. Yeah. Arming yourself with the strategies to deal with the current market. And that's what, you know, the, is the benefit of working with the golfing team is because we're going to now take these, you know, aha moments or whatever you want to call them, these, these top things that people are doing to kind of evolve and implement them here. And that's what's great about, about learning these things at these conferences. So I, I wanted to mention one thing, uh, uh, Rick, that the, the market's still constipated. <laughs> <laughs> it's still constipated. So I just wanted to show you last month versus this month, I, I went back 22 days. Uh, the last 22 days in, in the Hamilton area, um, unit numbers, are down 22, uh, sorry, 40%. And that's overall like Halton, Brantford, Niagara, 40% in transactions are down in the first 20, 22 days of uh, this month versus last month. Wow. Now, there's a lot of factors to consider. Um, a lot of people are sitting on the fence. I just talked to a few people this morning uh, and, and you know, talking about when they're planning on, uh, you know, uh, pulling the trigger on, on a purchase that they're looking at. And they're just kind of watching the market. So there is, hundreds of thousands, millions of people that want to buy, they're just watching the market with, with, and, and that's, what's causing this. But, 100%. Even, but you know, what's the, you know what happens when you, when it's constipated, right? It, the enema comes and then boom. Really? It all <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so anyway, but what happens is then we're going to get a sudden rush. Now, if it doesn't happen in August, it's going to happen September. in the fall, yeah, September. October. It, and on it. The, the biggest, I think, uh, real estate investment companies, because the interest rates have gone up and you're not going to see the, uh, um, the return because, I mean, it, it, let's say, you know, a million dollars, like the multi-million dollar investment property. Now their interest rate could change their, their expenses on the inter- interest on the house. Yeah. It could change the numbers for, for what the cap rate is. So. so back to the, uh, the the Vegas convention, how much talk was there about recession? Because we've heard the R word over the last couple of months now. Some economists say it is going to happen. Some say it, it might not happen. And if it does, it'll be sometime next year. Was there any focus on that at all? I, I, I really, you know, what's surprising, there wasn't focus on re- the word recession, but there was focus on, on uh, like, a, a, like we were mostly talking about the real estate market. And I think, um, once the adjustment, uh, flat lines or, uh, settles and which I think we're, we're almost there because it's, it's not, the numbers aren't changing as much as they, they were in the first, the last three months. But yeah, I, I mean, I could see, you know, that there, there is going to be an economic, uh, slowdown and, and, sure. and, and, and like, like we don't know if it's going to be as, as easy as it was in 2009 or as bad as, uh, in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. And I know that, uh, housing got really stupid earlier this year and late, la- late last year, I think we're finally adjusting to that market and, and we'll be back on track, but our inflation has just gone so skyrocket. They got to slow it down. And once they do that, then, then we're, we'll be back on track. Yeah. That, that looming interest rate hike coming in the uh, early part of the fall, will be a telltale for sure for the, uh, the economy and, and definitely see what happens with, again, hopefully uh, kind of avoiding the recession. 
We're going to talk about interest rates and mortgage rates on the other side of the break and a lot more to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house in the middle of our Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfy team on Facebook. Check them out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram as well. If you have a topic idea for the Golfy team or a question for them, send them an email. Questions at robgolfy.com. That's questions at robgolfy.com, and we'll read it on a future program. We do have a question that we'll get to a little later on in the show, but let's talk about interest rates, mortgage rates. We know that with inflation the way it is, the Bank of Canada making their trend-setting rate hikes uh, more and more pronounced, so much so that for the first time in a long time, they raised the rates by a full percentage point, 100 basis points. What kind of impact are we seeing here? Huge impact. And I'll, I'll give you a perfect example right now. There is a duplex in uh, that that uh, we sold, and there's a tenant in one of the duplexes that have been living there for 11, 11 years, and they have their rent is is just under a thousand dollars, right? Now that duplex, there's a possibility of putting little in-laws in the basement of each one, right? It's a side-by-side raised ranch duplex. So problem there is is we have one tenant that is paying like half as much rent or, or like which could generate more. So now what happened there, the owner of the house passed away and now his son's selling it. And it's harder to sell because you can't get this tenant out, right? You have to have a reason. You have to have somebody moving in. Now it doesn't cover what the interest rate prices are now, interest rates are now. It just doesn't make sense. So it'll drive the price of this thing down in price. And, um, and I think what's going to happen is the, the buyer is moving their daughter in to, to, and, and having her live there for a year or two and then getting the, getting the rental up to the uh, market rent. Now, paying under $1,000 for uh, a, a two-bedroom uh, semi is cheap. And, it, and I feel bad for the lady if, if she does get evicted because where is she going to go? She's, she, it's going to cost her double for the yeah. same. Double. Yeah. And, and, and she's not the only one going through this. There is a lot of people going through this because of the interest rate. But it's affect, it'll affect the price of, of a lot of investment cool. properties because of the low rents. Because, and, I, and now I'm telling landlords, don't be nice anymore because – you're going to end up paying at the end with the low rents that you have to sell this place. You have to, you have to, you have to give them the increases every year. But again, a combination of the investment properties as well as just the regular residential properties, the single families, Rick, they've been really hit hard with this last increase of a percent. Uh, it literally went like crickets over the last three weeks. Like yeah. We talked about the numbers yeah. in terms of people holding off buying, holding off even looking at homes, 
we've had a very big slowdown in it. Now, saying that, this particular week uh, has kind of bounced back. We've had some showings um, that have developed into uh, offers and whatnot. So we've had some... Yeah, the, sort of the, like market, the, market, the market picked up a little bit this it week. It did. So, yeah. you know, it's not all, you know, um, doom and gloom, believe me. It's just that first two, three weeks of those interest rate hikes that really put a damp on the, on the, on the, uh, the home kind of activity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like when the phone's ringing and then you think, oh, it's a client. No. Oh, it's a relative. Hey, <laughs> hey, Uncle Mike, how you doing? <laughs> Want to buy a house? <laughs> hey, you're like, thinking, you're excited. You're getting, okay, we got a client. Oh, hey, Uncle Mike. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll be there at the picnic. No problem. Uh, I, I think, I mean, as, as much as the interest rates had a big part of it, but, but again, going through the COVID months, now people are looking at vacationing. There's been a lot of people just go on Facebook. Everyone and their brother is posting pictures that they're on vacation the first two weeks of July. So that was a big vacation week as well. And I think that did impact, obviously, the, 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 the activity. Well, this week is the biggest vacation week of the summer. The last week of July, first week of August uh, is a huge vacation time. So I think we're going to hear a lot of Let's crickets see. for the next <laughs> the next two weeks we'll or a week anyway. Yeah, you're so. not you're not excited if if Uncle Mike calls unless he's selling his house. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm well. It depends on the time. Right now, you you any if the phone rings, you're getting excited. So usually they don't call uh, for for picnics, but they just calling anyway. But anyway, it's a, it's a funny it's a funny situation though. Um, there is a scenario allegedly at this at least at this point that Canada's three largest mortgage insurance providers are considering whether or not they're going to retroactively require recently approved high-ratio variable borrowers to recall, uh, requalify now that the Bank of Canada has hiked their rate. This could be disastrous, right? You qualified for a mortgage, but now that the Bank of Canada has hiked their rate by a full percentage point, these insurance providers are going to go back to say, well, wait a minute, we have to requalify them through the, I guess, higher stress test. Oh, it, it is disastrous. The other disaster is a lot of people that bought... And they're now they're just getting the appraisal done on their house two weeks before closing date. And it's a different uh, appraisal than what it would have been three months ago. And so now they have to put more money down. It's a combination of both. You're right. They have to get reapproved if they, if they do qualify because of the stress test. Now the stress test, I think is at 5.25. Now they got to get approved for. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's it's left a lot of people, in a stressful situation, not we've had a few situations where, you know, they bought the house back in March or April at a certain price. Now they had they had a long closing for whatever reason, June, July, August, and now those those people that are are, are threatening not to close or they're having yeah. to renegotiate price. Like there's a few little things like that are going on too in the market, but kind of like what happened in 2017 to a degree. So we've seen it, we can deal with it, and we'll be fine. You know what? I, I the, the real stats, which is hard to find, is how many houses didn't close or had to renegotiate uh, to, to close on, uh, but, but those are hard stats to get because yeah, yeah, it, just, you won't get them on our, on our um, systems. But, but there, there has been a lot of uh, shifting and renegotiations and, and issues of people not be able to be qualified because the banks have uh, uh, re uh, changed their minds on, on yeah. giving the mortgage to certain, certain buyers. Let's uh, yeah, I have it. go ahead, Lou. I had an example. One person sold their house. They thought for you know for almost 1.5 million, 
And then they were about to close last week, and the people said, there's no way this house is not worth it. I'm not closing. They're going to lose the deposit. And that's just one of the examples. And then now they have to resell their house. But there's a possibility that if they resell their house for a lot less, they can sue for those that difference. So there's a lot of that going on. It's a little concerning, but I think we're going to get through that. There's only been a few of those. Yeah. Um, we're going to get through this little kind of transition period, um, Rick, and we'll be fine. I think, I think the, the outlook may not be as, again, doom and gloom as we think. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Let's shuffle off back out to the West. I know we started about uh, Las Vegas. Now let's go over to Calgary. And it's an interesting scenario because as home prices have ballooned really across the country, more specifically here in Hamilton, the GTA and Niagara, in Calgary, home values are holding strong, and it's almost as if it's been playing catch-up throughout the pandemic and is now, according to a lot of the experts there, at a level where it's been, uh, it, it makes it, the the affordability factor is certainly there, and it makes it attractive for people to move to that city. It's a city that has, obviously, uh, a big manufacturing base based on oil, but there's also alternative energy projects. Big tech companies are going out there to create more jobs. It's a happening city. It, it is. And I think what happened is, and I, I don't follow the oil prices too much, Rick, but I know in, in, in the past five, five years, uh, and I know other uh, realtors out there, they have struggled out in uh, Calgary. And I don't know if it's because of jobs or whatever, but they were pretty well flatlined for a while. And they didn't have the boom like we were having, but, but now their market is slowly increasing now in, in, uh, in the average sale price of homes. Uh, they didn't have big spikes like we did. And, yeah. and so now they're more of a, on a normal market, which it should be versus our market or the rest of Canada where we're experiencing spikes, like unrealistic spikes. So, I mean, you know, they were, they were saying, you know, the, the biggest factors, that allow Calgary to continue its course uh, is, is the affordability compared to major cities. So uh, the affordability in Calgary is, is pretty good. Like, you know, like, yeah, I think that's, that's true. They follow the oil uh, as the oil goes, Calgary goes. So definitely um, it's been a good run in terms of, you know, the price of oil and, and gas, as you know, we all know is, is, is gone through the roof as well as, as home prices, but they have definitely been impacted by that. Well, and cash flow is easy. You can buy an investment property in Calgary and, you have the cash flow to pay for all the expenses and everything, you know, if you put a, a, a decent uh, amount, like 10, 20% down payment. So Calgary yeah. may, may escape any of all this stuff that we're, we're going yeah. through right now with the rest of Canada. And I remember uh, in the nineties uh, when uh, pretty well, the recession was going on everywhere. Uh, Vancouver wasn't experiencing it that bad as, as the rest of Canada uh, in the nineties. And, uh, and I, it's funny how, you know, one end of, of the country versus the other end they have different economies that are happening. And I don't know if that is because of, um, uh, the market, you know, the, the people from overseas, China coming in, buying into, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. starting way back in the nineties. And it's just escalated to a big level. Now there are a few regional anomalies like this, but for the most part, we're consistently seeing the same trend. Like we talked about in the first part of the uh, show, um, but, you know, it's funny, I had a uh, client from Calgary call me looking to sell their home here in Hamilton, an investment property, and, and she wasn't understanding how things have changed over the last six months here is because 
their market hasn't been. So you know, you, you see articles like this, and now you kind of reala- realize well, there is a difference. Well, we did have a, a few, quite a few people that uh, uh, sold sell their house here and moved to Calgary. I, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I bought a property um, last year, and guess where they're moving? Calgary. Yeah. And it was yeah. more. It, it was affordable. So yeah. that their trend is starting to happen now on the upswing which wasn't happening when we were having that here in Ontario. So, so they may have a, a huge spike. Maybe there's an opportunity there now to, sure. to flip, buy and flip and buy now and sell in three months. <laughs> the, the, house, the average house price in Calgary right now stands at just over $530,000. That's June of 2022. For, it, it hit half a million for the first time this past March. And yeah, a year insane. ago at this time, it was 465. Two years ago, June 2020, it was $397,000. Yeah, see, they're, they're, they're getting the growth there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and, uh, and I think it's going to continue growing. I, I really do, especially what's going on in the world with the oil industry and all that kind of stuff. There's good value there for sure. Right yeah, now. absolutely. Analysts saying that uh, Calgary home prices on average are expected to increase 8% by the end of this year to $622,000. So, yeah, that, it might be the time to buy now if you're looking to head to Calgary. Yeah, 8%. Buy a million-dollar house, you make 80000 Not a bad gig. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, let's get to our listener uh, email question. This one is from avid listener Frank, who asks, uh, how are transfer fees applied during the sale of a house or property? Is it borne solely by the seller and calculated as a percentage of the final selling price? And, this one may be hard to peg, where and how is that taxable amount go to or used by the collector, assuming it's the provincial government? So, how are transfer fees applied during the sale of a house or property? The, the, that's like the land transfer tax that the buyer pays on the property when they're buying it. Now, I know in Toronto, it's double than what it is in the Hamilton-Niagara area. And the reason why Toronto doubled there is because Toronto was uh, in major financial problems, so they doubled it. And, and, and their market's still strong. Their market's still strong. So the land transfer tax um, it, uh, is based on a, on a, on a percentage, and, a, and, and it's a full calculation. On the first 500, it's this much, and then it adds up to this much. But the buyer pays for it. If it's an investment property, they get to write that off. Now, if it isn't an investment property and you're just a purchaser moving into the property, uh, there is no write-off. You just pay that. But you do not pay any land transfer tax at all on selling the property at all. Just the buyer pays. All right. So I'm sure Frank is going to be happy uh, with that answer, and uh, it was a good one. Um, Let's get to the rental market here in Hamilton because, as we know, Tenants are paying more, in fact, 11% more than they did at the same time last year here in Hamilton. The average cost of a single-bedroom apartment is just over $1,600. It's just over 2000 for a two-bedroom apartment, and it's fairly similar, actually even more so, in Burlington. One bedroom is over two grand. Two bedroom is about $2,400. Where do you see the rental game going, knowing where the housing game is going? Uh, the rental game is just, it's going to, I think it'll level off and, 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 st- and stay like that because right now there's a lot of uh, apartments are being built and you're going to find um, a lot. Uh, like if you look downtown Hamilton, um, a lot of inventory right now. There's, the inventory is, is, is going to, and, and it's going to move up quite a bit. So that, that will come down. If we keep this uh, number here now, and I bet you in 18 months from now, we're going to find it, it'll, it'll come back down to probably 18, 
nineteen hundred as an average uh, yeah, like, a, a month for rent in uh, in eighteen months from now. Just because, well, look at Leuna. They're they're building they're building apartment buildings, and there's a lot of apartment buildings being built in all over Ontario, everywhere because of the fact now that the, the, the land the the, the uh, landlord tenant act is it doesn't qualify for them. So and we and we need these buildings. We need this. So yeah. let's take a, a quick break. We'll be back with more real estate talk, including how Burlington has been ranked among Canada's top cities and why are more and more Canadians living alone than ever before? The Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900 CHML. A house is a very, very, very fine house with two cats in the yard. Life used to be so hard Now everything is easy because of you Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales and the first ever real estate team in the city to sell a 1,000 homes in a year. That phone number is 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700. Check out the Golfie team on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook as well. If you have an email question or topic idea you'd like us to discuss on a future show, send them an email, questions, at robgolfie.com. Let's talk about Burlington because Burlington, as well as Milton, which is not too far away from us, have made the list of Canada's best small cities. We shouldn't be surprised by this. No, I mean, Burlington, I mean, everybody likes to live in Burlington. It's, you know, it's, it's clean. It's, you know, you got they the got waterfront. Water. They got, you know, and it's, you know, they got the go train right there. Um, you know, you, you you're close to Toronto, Toronto half an hour. Yeah, you're close to Niagara with the wine country, all that. It's just it, 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 Burlington's situated just in the right corridor in in the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. I used to live in Burlington. I love it. It's, yeah. it's a great, great little community. Yeah, it's, what, uh, I could see that. What do you think is the biggest draw about Burlington? Is it just the proximity to the GTA? Is it just it's a quiet little community with some pretty cool things? Yeah, I think so. And, and they don't have like. Uh, you know, like, I'm, I, like, like Hamilton has some, you know, tough areas, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. They, they don't really have that. It's right. What's the right word to say? I don't know. <laughs> they don't, you know, I mean, they don't have, uh, I mean, like you're not seeing, you know, uh, like a, a, a park that's filled with tents, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like they're, they don't, they don't, they don't have that. I don't know what else, I don't know how else to say it. And yeah. I'm trying to say it nicely. I'm not trying to put anybody down. I just want to say that they don't have that there. I mean, it's more affluent for sure. There's no question yeah. about it that people feel comfortable in that town. And, you know, they got the waterfront, they got the parks, they, they have the downtown core, they have the walkability. But yes, they also have some of the rural areas that if you want to live on a nice acre or two acre, five acre uh, property, you have that ability to within, you know, within a stone it, throw. It, it's the GTA. It, it's the it, GTA. It's GTA. Mm-hmm. Proximity GTA. You can live there and work out to Toronto, no problem. You're, you're an hour from Toronto. Actually, you're less than an hour with no, hardly any traffic. You're, you're 45 minutes to the airport. Um, and, uh, like it's, and a lot of Toronto people move in this way. Uh, a lot of them, you know, they want to stay close to the GTA and, and, and they'll, they'll move to Burlington and it, you know, before they make the step to go over the Skyway bridge. So 
There's some that make it over the Skyway Bridge and some that don't. So it just depends <laughs> on the person. So. Well, that's the other thing, too, is they're, you know, living in Burlington, you are, you're close to Toronto, but you're also close to the border as well to go into Buffalo or just hang out yeah. in Niagara. You kind of you have the best of both worlds. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what? And, and again, from Burlington, you know, you're probably an hour and 15 minutes away or more to the airport there, which, which is, you know, flying out of, out of Buffalo. I, I quite often fly out of Buffalo. Uh, depends where I'm going. Like I just, I, I flew Air Canada in, uh, in, uh, uh, from Toronto. I was going to fly out of Hamilton with Swoop, but I didn't because I heard they cancel their uh, flights a lot. And guess what? Uh, two of the uh, two of our agents flew swoop from Hamilton. They got there no problem. Coming back, they got the the flight was canceled. Yeah, so they wow. now they're, they're they had to fly back a day later. And so I wow. did not want to take that chance. And now now I'll tell you, my flight with Air Canada was a thousand, but with swoop would have been three hundred return, right? A thousand <laughs> returns versus three hundred. I didn't want to take the chance. I didn't want to take the chance of them canceling. I mean, no matter what, either way. But, um, so anyways, yeah, yeah. a great town. Burlington, you know what? I could see that. I mean, it's, it's becoming more like a Mississauga with, uh, you know, busier, but it's still ranked one of the uh, top, top cities to live in. Yeah. So did you just mention you had two agents who were stuck in Las Vegas for an extra day? Do you think, was that by accident? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was part of swoop. That was part of swoop camp. Uh, they said they had some maintenance issues to deal with. I don't know. I don't know. We'll Sounds see. suspicious. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, should yeah. mention that. Swoop, please um, don't call us swoop. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria was ranked the best small city in Canada, followed by Kelowna, Kingston, Niagara Falls comes in at yeah. number four, Waterloo and North Vancouver. And we should also give some props to St. Catharines, ranked 25th as well. Um, so two yeah. Niagara cities making the top 25. That's pretty cool. That is good. I'm surprised Niagara Falls, number four, right? Eh? You know what? I'm telling you, that is, that, that's going to be, that city is growing like you would not believe. I, I can't believe how Niagara Falls is growing. And they, they, they can't keep up to the demand. Do you regret leaving that town? Uh, no, I visit there all the time. <laughs> I'm there all the time. I'm there at least twice a week. Yeah. So. My, my parents moved there from the GTA and they absolutely love it. So yeah, it, yeah. Niagara Falls is all that it's cracked up to be. Uh, one more yep. break ahead. And when we come back, we're going to talk about why more Canadians are living alone than ever before. Stick around. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. And one last go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHL. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax's Scarpman Realty, the Golfy team. Call the Golfy team the number one real estate team in terms of volume and unit sales here in Hamilton and Burlington, 905-575-7700. The first ever team in Hamilton to sell a 1,000 homes in a year, 905-575-7700. They're dominating the social media game on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow the Golfy team, like them, and send them a topic idea or a question to this email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Interesting data coming out of the latest census by Statistics Canada that revealed nearly 4.5 million people lived alone in 2021. Now, why is that interesting? Well, that's a jump of 1.7 million from 1981. 15% of all adults aged 15 and older are living 
alone. That's the highest percentage ever. What do you? Th- why do you think that's happening? I don't know. That's. I think that's the 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 generation. Is it? I, I did it give the uh, uh, age group of people because I think. I think more millennials are, are moving on their own. And uh, sometimes Lou, he, even though he's married, sometimes I think he's living on his own. The age group. I'm in this office too much. It's like my second home. <laughs> yeah. My first home. Yeah. The but, age group uh, is 15 and over. 15 and over. Yeah. And yeah, I, th- I think it's the millennials. They, they want to they right. leave the net. If the ones that are making money, they, they have a decent income and uh, they're renting or or moving out on, on their, uh, on their own. And they want that in, uh, you know, that independence, they don't yeah. want to live under the, the, the roof of their parents because I mean, the parents, no matter how old you are, whatever time you come home, they, they're still going to say, well, how come you got home so late? Mm-hmm. Last night? Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause you know, it's, <laughs> no, in your, it's in your household. So they want their independence. So people don't want that. People don't want that. And if, you know, obviously people are divorced, they end up moving on their own. Um, but it's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, we're in a generation uh, now that people want independence, and uh, and whether that's the rent, um, obviously because of the you know the price of houses are have gone you know where they can't afford it, or you know whether they kind of co-mingle with other groups and they rent the house together, like that's happening too. So there's a lot of that going on. You make a great yeah, point, so- Lou, because yeah, households comprised of roommates are actually the yeah. fastest growing household type mm-hmm. in the country. That's up 54% back from twenty or 2001. So in the last 20 years, uh, roommates, uh, I guess households, if you can call it that, have grown exponentially. And multi-generational living has grown in popularity over the last 20 years, shooting up 45% since wow. 2001. Yeah. So we're having more people living together. We have more people living alone, and we have more multi-generational housing, which is very interesting. But what does that do to the real estate game? Because I would assume that most people don't buy a house by themselves. They just don't have the, the income, at least in this city, to make that decision. So that, I, I'm assuming, is putting more pressure on the rental market again? Yeah, I... I those people end up renting or the if, if people that do live on their own, uh, they could be widows uh, and they just, they won't move. They're, they'll stay there. They, they don't want the hassles of moving yeah. and they, and they, they'll always say they want, you know, uh, I'll be, my next move is in a pine box. Right. Yep. So um, well, like, people have passed on, they're passing along their wealth. Yeah. Too, right. So there's, there's wealth generations that are passed along and, and you know what, you have some money come into, you know, an inheritance and whatnot. So people are using that money to buy, but, if not, they're going to rent. It's fine. Well, I was just talking to a guy the other day. His mother is, I, I think, in her mid mid eighties or or late eighties, and they want her to move out. She doesn't want to move out. Mm-hmm. She's by herself, and you know, and they're just. She is trying to hang on as long as she can. And I think that older older generation is senior generation. Like my grandmother lived in her house till she was ninety three years old or ninety yeah ninety three. Mm-hmm. And then you know, so you're going to find that the old tougher, you know, uh, uh, seniors, they're, they want to stick it out. They don't want to move to a, a new place. They're so comfortable in knowing where everything is um, that they, they prefer to stay where they are. Uh, as the saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Did anything, yes. did anything stay Whoa. in Vegas, Rob Golfie? No, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I stayed at the resort. I didn't, I didn't gamble at all. Not one, not one token, not one dollar nice. to any kind of gambling. I, you know, the one, the one thing I really did that I, I really did bad was uh, I was eating at a restaurant, uh, lunch and dinner. And of course 
I would pick the, the worst food that you can eat. Burger fries. Yeah. <laughs> burger and fries. Your favorite. That's it. Burger yeah. and fries. Cheeseburgers and fries. They didn't have salads in the so, menu. So, and on my way back home, all I said, that's it. I'm not eating for 24 hours. Just trying to get, I, didn't, I didn't want to step on the scale. That was bad. That was bad. The food, the food was good, but it was bad that I had. You know? Well, really, what went on in Vegas came to came to Hamilton. Yeah. The extra four or five libs. <laughs> That's it. For, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, it sounded like a productive trip, and uh, we're excited to hear some of the new systems and processes and strategies that the Golfy team implements. Of course, if you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And of course, start packing. Thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.